0: Alright, for the longest video we've ever played, (laughs) Jeff may have said that that would be too long, but it's okay. After worship, I was ready to vote him off the island, because they did a pretty good job without him. Um, If they get any better, (laughs) we might just send him on his way. He did come in the office, he was a little worried, but I think we'll keep him around. He did a great job with the video, and he was right, it was too long. But, it was cool, I don't have to preach as long as now, right? Would you rather watch that, or this, so... It's really cool we've we've had an incredible summer my name's Blake Harrison. I'm the youth pastor here and it's it's been great we uh there's a lot of playing around on there there's a lot of work, stuff like that and then there's i um i i I hate like when they're like doing all the super spiritual stuff like praying with people, and then like we whip out the camera and start like filming that so so that's why there's not a lot of that on there um you know that that did happen a little bit like I loved seeing them going and hanging out with people like Mr. Green and everybody else like there's there's all kind of times like this summer where they've been able to invest in the life of other people especially with the roofing houses and stuff like that and man we play hard and we work hard too and so it's been a really good summer but that was just kind of a a recap of everything that we've been doing and um, I'm pretty exhausted now after watching that that's a it's kind of a reminder it's been good I'm glad y'all showed up. I wasn't sure after the uh, the Lion King slideshow anybody was going to to make it back after last week with the the African thing. No, no, maybe nobody was here. Anyway, <laughs> it's cool. One of the things I love is I love the Word of God. It, it's been a, an incredible part of my life, and it was it was an incredible thing that brought me closer and closer to God. And so, one of the biggest things that I push in student ministry. Is that they need to be in this all the time? They need to be reading the Word of God. It's one thing to listen to me or listen to Pastor Keith or somebody else that's teaching, but it's a whole other experience to get into it on your own and, and to experience it for yourself. And there's a little um, there's a little analogy or what is I don't know what it is, but it's like basic instructions before leaving Earth. Have y'all ever heard that? It's B I B L E. It's the Bible. Basic instructions before leaving Earth. And I, I always thought that was kind of cool, but I never really used instructions. Um, I've never really been like the go-to instruction kind of guy, especially when I was younger. And so I never really liked the, the example of the Bible being a book of instruction. It, it never really worked for me. And so a while back, um, a couple months ago, I was reading and and God just kind of showed me some stuff in scripture and it kind of made sense and I'm hoping that I can paint that picture for you today and help it to make sense for you as well how the Bible could be instruction because think about it like y'all saw the video where there's on the side of the pool it says no diving and what was everybody doing diving obviously right so like following rules following instructions is is not exactly something that that we do often Um, but the the Bible that's that's what the Bible is in the in the Bible all over the place, it talks about the book of instruction. It says, "Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do." That's incredible. I'm all about prospering and succeeding. I like that, right? Like I I want to do that almost as much as I want to lay down and sleep on the couch. But this is incredible, like I want to do that when I am awake and i 'm not on the couch, I want to prosper and succeed, and so I, I look for ways to do that and and the Bible, the word of God tells me that in order to do that, I have to study this book of instruction and do that and so that 's where we come with the basic instructions before leaving earth, really cool, really simple, not that big of a deal. but we all know, especially guys i 'm guessing girls are the same way, but but guys are terrible with instructions like when we got There's this little thing next door. It's like this, um, it's like a basketball thing. It's got a thousand pieces in it. The first thing we did was toss this aside and started putting the thing together all by ourselves. And then once we took it apart and realized it wasn't right, we got the book out and started checking it out. And so, guys, I know that. Some of y'all, have you ever been in that situation where your your wife goes to Walmart and buys that fire pit in about like December? You know the one, the cool one that has a little top on it and you put the little wood in there and it's on your back deck And, and about December, you know, she breaks that thing out and she's like, honey, will you put this together for me? And you're like, this is a terrible, you're not happy about it, you're outside in the cold, you toss the instructions aside, you're out there fighting it, you know what to do, you don't need instructions for it and you can do it all by yourself, right? Ladies are the same way. You're like when the thermostat needs to be adjusted here at the church all the time. This is what I hear. Blake, we don't know how to do it. The directions are on it. <laughs> they're right there. It's not. It's not overly complicated. They're. They're right there. But it's the same way we. We all do it. And so I thought for a long time that just made it a bad example like when when you come at it and you're doing like the the ping-pong table from hell and you're trying to put that thing together and i i don't even know why they send things with legs on it they they always break and everything else we haven't had a ping-pong table last more than half a year since i've been here so we're putting them together all the time but when you're doing something like this that you don't just you just throw it out you know and so when i think about the bible being a book of instruction I think, well, we, we just don't always go to instructions. Like, we don't always do that. But then I started thinking that that's not always true. I brought, I brought an example. I, I didn't bring a baseball bat. If y'all were here last year, that was by far, hands down, no questions asked, the best sermon I will ever preach in my entire life. So if you're expecting something like that today, go ahead. You just be disappointed. So I don't think I'll ever preach something like that again that was it was really cool but I'm gonna try but it's not gonna work but here's the deal guys y'all are the same way we take something like this and and we go to Walmart or or wherever and and we get it and it's time to put it together you know it's time to to get get it right and and what do we do we start studying the instructions like we'll spend hours looking into stuff like this and, and seeing Ooh, lightning shock. It's pretty cool. Engineered for superior superior lines. Mm, that's what I need right there. You know, you'll read through this whole thing. You'll sit down. My dad, he'll sit down in his little recliner, and he'll get his iPad out, and he'll research kayaks for days you know what I mean he already has a kayak but he likes looking at other kayaks but he's like you know reading all the instruction stuff reading about how to put this GPS model on it and how to, it's a kayak why do you need a GPS it's not like you're going across country but anyway he's got his little fish finder and all that stuff but he'll spend hours and hours with something like this and, it, and it's like I'm sure when your wife walks through the room it's like you just it's done it's over you know what I mean like that's it it's done it's not that complicated but we'll spend a ton of time doing that and that's where it clicked like god showed me that the things that we love we're willing to invest our time into the things that we love we're willing to study it and make it right and so the the same thing applies with everything else in our life when we care about something we'll take time to do it right and make it count like ladies y'all y'all are the same way Y'all have these little cameras. Y'all go to Costco, spend $1,200, $1,500 on one of those super cameras, and it's got a 1,000 buttons on it that you should never, ever need. Like, you don't need that stuff. I've used cameras. You just click the button. But you'll know everything about it. Like, you'll know what every little knob does. You've studied the whole thing. You can't turn the thermostat on, but, and it only has, like, four buttons. You know what I mean? It's got four buttons. But it comes to this camera... We got this $1,300 megapixel lenses, all this different stuff with the fisheye and the custom made straps. Yeah, I know. And you know everything about it, like inside and out. And it's insane. And so when something like you love like that, you invest your time into it, which is incredible. And so here we are today, we're looking at at scripture. And so I, I think the biggest reason that we toss out instructions like, I don't. I don't need these. Like the, that's no good for anything. These we can do this by ourselves. If the ping pong table and the the little game thing doesn't turn out right, that's not a big deal. But if the family pictures on Easter don't turn out right, somebody's getting hurt. It's not going to be a good day. There's one thing I know: if Mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And so if the camera's not working, man, it is no good. I'm sorry. I'm shaky. I. May or may not have stayed up all night drinking coffee, trying to learn what I, coffee, I don't get it, but anyway, uh, we expresso shot? Is costing? No, they're probably still shaking from last night, but anyway, um, sorry. anyway, so here we go in um in matthew six twenty one it says, "Wherever your treasure is." there the desires of your heart will be also your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body when your eye is good your whole body is filled with light but when your eye is bad your whole body is filled with darkness and if the light you think you have is actually darkness how deep that light is and here's the, here's the part I, I love about that wherever your treasure is there the desires of your heart will be and then your your eye is a lamp and, and when he talks about your eye being a lamp as your body and your soul it's talking about the things that you focus on, the, the things that you love, the things that you spend time with. When when somebody goes to Ikea and they bring back one of those stupid boxes and there's got like a billion parts in there, I don't even, I don't even know why they have the store. You know what I mean? You ought to just be able to download offline. All you need is a chainsaw and an axe and go out in the forest because they, they haven't really helped you much more than that. But anyway, the, the whole Ikea thing... You don't. You just don't care about it. You know what I mean? Like you just put it together as fast as you can, as as just bad as you can, just to make sure it stands up in the corner, right? And it's not going to last more than a year anyway. And so it's just it's there. And so you don't really care about it that much, you know? Like and and so there's there's some stuff that, that you're just not concerned about, like with cooking with ladies. I guess it, do y'all like to cook, all the ladies and Jeff? Um, <laughs> cooking, cooking's awesome. <laughs> uh you know if if y'all go somewhere to eat as a family and and the other lady she's cooked like this amazing banana pudding and then you get home and your husband's like man that, that banana pudding was good you think you could get her recipe somebody's getting hurt right like when you're making that banana pudding you're just throwing stuff in there like you'll never make banana pudding with the same love and care ever again and so that that time that love that you have for it is just not there anymore But when you're like, when you're making cookies for Sunday school, you know what I mean? Like to take to the ladies Sunday school class, you'll go through like 10 batches of cookies that were perfect just to get that one that's absolutely amazing because that's something that you care about. Like you care about being there and investing in the lives with those and having better cookies than everybody else, Um, which is really cool. And so our deal is here when we're talking about the word of God it makes all the difference in the world that we care that we love what the Bible has for us like when we experience who God is that's when we'll start spending time in God's word that's when we'll start spending time searching through here and actually studying the book of instructions continually that's like constantly that's like all the time that's like over and over and over again which is pretty cool here's a here's a I work on air conditioners I don't know if you know that that's random but cool this is the instructions that come with an air conditioner Um, I opened it today for the very first time I've never looked in here I have been working on air conditioners for 16 years now and so instructions for air conditioning not not really my thing and side note if you've got somebody there working on your air conditioning and they look at this more than twice you need to get rid of them there's not like you need to put them out all right (laughs) you don't have to call me but please (laughs) get just get rid of those guys um now air conditioning that's it's a big deal right like it wouldn't be that bad of a thing if, if you were looking at instructions for something that big you know if you're spending six thousand dollars on something it probably wouldn't be a bad idea for them to look at the instructions but i'm still telling you they they don't if they need them, there you're in trouble um but something that important and and so like where's the where's the line you know what i mean like why is it so important for me to to keep studying the bible when i'm when i've been a christian for for 16 years. You know like I know who God is. I know what life's all about. I've I've read it. I've studied it. So why should I keep continuing to do it? Like I don't have to keep doing this. I don't read this every time. I don't even know what's in here. I don't I don't read this book every time I walk up to a condensing unit and see like, oh, okay, this is how I'm supposed to be doing that. Like, I already know. It's ingrained in me. Like, I've been doing it for years and years and years, and at this point, I'm just making stuff up and making it work because I know what it's supposed to do and how it's supposed to work. And so the the idea of using the instructions, I don't really need that anymore. And so where does that relate with, with God's Word? Like, do you ever get to that point in life where you're like, hey, I've been going to church my whole life. What do I need to read the Bible for? I already know what it says. It, it says, love God, love people. I'll tell you exactly what it says. It says, glorify God, love God, love people, the whole thing. So what's the point? Here, check this out. In Hebrews 4.12, it says, for the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow, it exposes your innermost thoughts and desires here's the deal this this right here these these are not alive there's nothing living and breathing about this these these change all the time every year they come out with some stupid new design that makes it harder to put in and they change all of this stuff and everything else it's constantly changing, but it's not alive. It's not living and breathing. It's not cutting through anything, all right? It, it doesn't have the power that this has. It doesn't have the power that the Word of God has. It doesn't speak to you in your everyday life. It, it doesn't teach you and, and relate to who you are and where you're going and where God wants you to go. And that's the biggest difference. I don't care how long you've been a Christian. It doesn't say study this book of instruction continually until you've read the whole thing or study this book of instruction continually until you think you know it all. It doesn't say that. It says study and continuously all the time. Meditate on it day and night so that you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Guys, it's an incredible book. It, is, it has life. Like, it has so much more to offer than anything else that this world has. There's nothing else like it. I think there's a blank for that. Yeah. There's nothing like the word of God. And that's where, that's where the biggest difference is. The, the two things, the, the love that you have for God will compel you to get into the word of God and the idea that it is sharper than any two-edged sword the idea that it is living and breathing like no other book this world has ever seen will keep you in it forever and ever which is an incredible deal I, I absolutely love the fact that I can read Romans 12 and get something out of it and then a week later I can read the same Romans 12 and see something completely different. I've been reading and preaching and screaming at people about Matthew six twenty something 6, 19-20, for a long, long time now. But only recently did I come to the part where it says, where your treasure is, there are the desires of your heart. And only recently did that jump out to me in a way that says, hey, that's the biggest difference between the instructions we have here and the instruction that's in this book. That's the biggest difference between the things you love and the things that you don't love. And guys, I'm, I'm telling you, if you're not in the word of God, if you're not studying it day in and day out, if you're not in it continually so that you can live according to it, you may not have experienced God like you think you have. Like, check out where it says in, in Matthew six twenty one. it says, and if the light you think you have is actually darkness, oh, how deep that darkness really is. Guys, there's so many people that are going through life that have no idea that, that they're not who they think they are. There's so many people that think they have it all figured out and think that they don't need the instructions. And, and guys, it, it's not whether you need it or not. It, it's there for us. It's a way that we can communicate with God. It's a way that we can understand who God is and who God's created us to be. And there's so much more to it than we'll ever be able to understand. But we go through life thinking that it's okay we've, we've got it all figured out we don't need instructions on how to turn my car on and I don't need instructions on on how to be a good Christian I can just watch other people or, or whatever but this is it's so much more than anything else this world has to offer and so I would challenge you to get into God's Word like never before I would challenge you to to experience God like you've never experienced Him before when I started reading the Bible I started in Romans, was like the first time that I ever sat down on my own and just I wanted to read the Bible. Um, Something happened. I'd been talking to a guy that that I was working with and I just kind of realized, I say I'm a Christian, but I've never really studied the Bible and it changed everything. I mean, (laughs) it was an incredible deal And, and that's when I started to experience God, that's when I started to to figure out who I was and who he had created me to be because of the power that this book has, because of the the living and breathing words that are in this book. It's an incredible, incredible deal. I've got one more little cool thing and then I'm going to get out of here. Longest video, shortest sermon. That's how we roll. Yeah, it's going to be good. Lunch is right around the corner. Don't you worry. All right. Matthew 4, 3, 10. There's going to be a question. There's going to be a little pop quiz at the end of this. So I need you to pay attention just a little bit. Student ministry is not allowed to answer. I'm, I'm not sure if I've said this before or not, but y'all just, y'all listen, but don't answer. All right. During that time, the devil came and said to him. Now, this is like Jesus was out in the wilderness and, and the devil came and he was like, oh, I'm going to trick Jesus. But um, during <laughs> what an idiot, right? During... <laughs> During that time, the devil came and said to him, that'd be Jesus, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, no, the scriptures say, people do not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God, which, which is that beautiful, um, then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and he will hold you up with their hands so that you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, the scriptures say also you must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all. I will give you all of this, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him, for the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Now here's a little blank. It says, Jesus defeated Satan by blank God's word. So, how did Jesus defeat Satan? quoting scripture anybody else got something better than that who would agree with that would anybody say that that's like that's right right i mean like that's what traditionally that's that's what it says i mean he satan said blah 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 and jesus said for the scriptures say right like he used scripture there to rebuke satan nobody nobody will disagree By knowing scripture? Do you like that one? I would almost take knowing. Maybe. Knowing. Maybe. There we go. I would say knowing and quoting scripture. Traditionally, right here, the, the answer would be Satan was defeated by Jesus by, by him quoting God's word. By him saying God's word. By him knowing God's word he rebuked Satan with God's word basically that that's a good statement but it's a hundred percent wrong like the idea that Jesus defeated Satan by quoting scripture is 100% wrong that is not what happened Jesus defeated Satan by obeying scripture and it it's a small itty bitty little difference but it's a huge huge difference it does no good for Jesus to quote scripture only to obey it. Like if, if he were to tell him, you know, the scriptures say this, but then not obey scripture, it wouldn't have done anything. Like the people that work for me, if, if I tell them to go and fix that air conditioner and then later the air conditioner is not fixed and they come back to me and say, oh yeah, you told me, you said go and fix that air conditioner. Um, that doesn't help me. You know what I mean? Like if you tell your kid to go clean up their room and then you walk in and they're watching Netflix and they're just sitting there and you're like, well, what are you doing? They're like, oh, you said go clean my room. I remember. I memorized it. I've got it. Like I know exactly what you told me to do. You're going to slap them into the next week, right? Like that doesn't do anything for anybody that's not helping a single person because you know what God said. It doesn't help you to memorize this. Like it it doesn't do anything for you unless you're actually obeying it, unless you're putting it into practice. And that's something like, that's huge. There's so many people that we put so much work and so much effort into memorizing scripture. But but guys, that doesn't do do what you think it does. It's all about obedience. It's all about doing what the Bible says, not just knowing. And a lot of times we, we pat ourselves on the back. Y'all, y'all hand out suckers because they memorize verses. Y'all ought to start handing out suckers when they actually do what the Bible verse says. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're training them in the very beginning to just memorize stuff. But if you want to like, let's step it up a notch, get some popsicles or something. And And like when they do what it says, you know, like that's so much better. Than, than just like, hey, I remembered it, yay. Like, but we do the same thing even as adults. We take what the Bible says and we, we've got it memorized, but, but we don't do anything with it. And so the, the challenge today is so simple. It really is. Like the, the idea of reading this book of instruction, it, it seems so childish and it seems so elementary, but, but it's huge. It, it will radically change your life it'll it'll help you be the person that God's created you to be it'll help you get to that point to where you're you're prospering and succeeding in everything that you do and that's an incredible place to be I I promise you you want to be there you not 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 succeeding um it's pretty cool so simple right fall in love with this not fishing or cameras those things are awesome But they're not going to change your life they're not going to help you be who God's created you to be and and way more importantly they're not going to help the people in your life that God has put there to be the people that that they've created that God has created them to be and I'm okay like when it comes to putting up a basketball goal for the student ministry I I promise you if that were at my house for me to play with I would have stopped as soon as I saw all the pieces like I would have just been done I would not have grabbed the instructions I would have just thrown it away but since it's the students and since it's it was an opportunity to invest in the lives of other people I did break out the instructions I did put in the extra work to make it happen and guys there's people in your life that are counting on you every day for you to read the Bible for you to obey God's word for you to hand out suckers when they're obeying God's word as well it's an incredible opportunity. So God, I just thank you for who you are. And Lord, I just thank you for, for your truth. I thank you for the, the power that your word has. Just the living and breathing word of God, sharper than any sword, sharper than anything we've ever known, God. Unlike anything we've ever experienced. God, I pray for the people here that they would experience you and the power of your word like never before. God, I pray that you would just give them a, a desire to read, to know, to obey. God, that you would just give them a a desire to seek you like never before. God, I just pray that you would help us to understand. Send your spirit to just illuminate your truth in our lives, to to help us understand like never before. And God, I pray that we would fall in love with your word more than anything else. God, that we would fall in love with your word more than any other instruction that's out there. We love you.